thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet number 14. Not from the stars do I my judgment pluck, and yet methinks I have astronomy, but not to tell of good or evil luck, of plagues or deaths or seasons quad quality, nor can I fortune to brief minutes tell, pointing to each his thunder, rain and wind, or say with princes if it, if it shall go well, by oft predict that I in heaven find, but from thine eyes my knowledge I derive, and constant stars, in them I read such art as truth and beauty shall together thrive, if from thyself to store thou wouldst convert, or out of thee this I prognosticate. Thy end is truth's and beauty's doom and date. That was sonnet number fourteen. We're having real trouble with the um, with Skype today, it seems. But that was sonnet number fourteen. I'm Mark Chasley, and I'm joined as, as ever by the wonderful, talented, brilliant, good-looking. <laughs> he just wants more adjectives. Well dressed, <laughs> just... uh, well spoken. I'm I'm not that well. I'm wearing an orange shirt today. <laughs> but my, my... <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd cut in after a couple of adjectives then, but you just but you just kept not. going, and I can't um, see your face anymore, so I'm not. It's quite hard to tell when there is a turn. <laughs> it's it's really on our, our we we record these over Skype, and our our connection seems to be cutting my camera every 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 couple of minutes, and I can't re-establish the connection from this side. It's very odd. Um, that was sonnet number fourteen, which um, is still firmly in the procreation sonnets and the fair youth uh, group of sonnets. But this one is a nice little shift from from nature, and has has become a kind of uh, precognition type sonnet. There's a lot of references to telling the future in it. I, I'm, I'm guessing you agree with me. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do no, you? No, this, this is definitely, this is definitely the, uh, as you said before we started recording the, the sort of fortune telling. Uh sonnet and yeah looking at the future and even with the use of because he, he says astronomy but at the time their knowledge of astronomy astronomy was still pretty much very very basic and yeah what, what would we would consider astrology today and yeah they, they were convinced that the planets and the stars have an influence on our lives and and and, and just in case there is anyone listening astrology is rubbish just to... yes yes we've we've we have actually scientifically disproven uh, astrology <laughs> which is a good thing to be um which is the, the the whole interesting twist i guess on on this sonnet to me is that um in in old testament and even in new testament fortune telling is is uh, not not particularly liked it's frowned upon quite a lot um and and I know it's in a in a fair amount of, of Shakespeare's plays. You got the witches and stuff, but it's always always I think anyway from my knowledge of Shakespeare's plays associated with evilness. And the, you've got the witches telling the future, and and it's all secret. But now we've got Shakespeare using it as a as a mechanism to tell this person that that they are beauty. They are the beauty with a capital B. They are the personification of a of an ideal. And I, I think that's interesting in itself that Shakespeare would have taken something which would have been taboo in his age, and and has has worked into a, a love sonnet. You you say it's been taboo, but there are instances even in the Bible where 
fortune telling was a good thing. I mean, the the, the star guiding the three, uh, uh, what were they, wise man to uh, to Jesus's birthplace and announcing the birth of the Christ. And I suppose there's a difference between that which would be prophecy and, and just as in reading someone the reading the stars. Yeah, I guess you're. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right with that. Look, looking because into a crystal ball, about... and yeah. Yeah, they they talk about in this it's reading it's reading the stars, um nor can I fortune to brief minutes towel pointing uh, so uh, pointing to each his thunder rain and w- rain and wind. So I don't know whether that's talking about the uh, reading the future from weather patterns maybe or am I misunderstanding I, it's, that? It's actually a good question. It's interesting, but but eventually, essentially this poem is saying uh, I I don't read the future through stars. I don't read the future through weather. I don't use it to do this. But I look into your eyes and I I can tell instantly that that truth in you is beauty and and together beauty and truth shall thrive and and it, it's quite a lovely sonnet. Uh, and then it ends with or else of thee this I progress. Prog- it's it's a hard pro- word that one. <laughs> <laughs> prognosticate, prognosticate, um, as into the 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 action of telling the future. And by end is truths and beauties, doom and fate. So the death of you is the death of truth and beauty, which is is immense. Well, I mean, he, he if, if, for the last fifteen sonnets, he's been going on about how this guy is basically the epitome of beauty and. But saying that the beauty would end with his death if if he doesn't procreate kind of fits within that whole scheme of trying him to have children. Yeah, and and elevates this 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 child, this fair youth, to almost mythical godlike status. It, 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 he's saying that all truth and beauty stems from him. If if it dies with him, then all current truth and beauty must stem from him. And that that's the raising someone up. It, it's just destroying all of Christianity here. You've got fortune telling. You've got holding someone before thy God, which is is obviously commandment number one. Um, not don't um, do not kill, which a lot of people seem to think is is commandment number one, which is actually a roundabout commandment number six or seven, quite low down on well, the list of the ten first commandments. Three or four are about God, because God is the most important thing. Yeah, hold no other gods before me. Um, um, I can't. I used to know them all. I know that's the first one anyway. I, I don't. <laughs> we both got puzzled face looks on our heads going, what are, what are the ten I, I, commandments? I knew but them when change. I was like six or seven. <laughs> to be fair though, the, the ten commandments do change depending on which book of the Old Testament you're reading and in the New Testament you're reading and the order in which they come out are, uh, do change. Anyway, we, we, we cover a lot of things in this podcast. It's quite good. But not Shakespeare. <laughs> but not, not Shakespeare. We seem to be going off on quite a lot, a lot of him. tangents. But that, that's the fun... I mean, that's what poetry is about, isn't it? Poetry makes you think. Well, I, at least I believe that's one of the jobs of poetry. And if even if it's, you're not thinking about the poem, you're still thinking, and that's a good thing. Because we need to challenge ignorance in, in the world. We, we can be the... You're, you're, I, you're just yeah, nodding. Yeah, we, we can be the saviours of uh, knowledge and critical thought. This, this is where we're going to launch our election campaign from um, next year, this podcast. I'm going to go for Prime Minister of the, the UK and Thierry's going to go, do you have Prime Minister in Luxembourg? I don't know. I quite like to be Minister of Propaganda somewhere. 
I think I could do that. <laughs> Would you actually call yourself the Minister of Propaganda? Why not? I mean, maybe, no one, maybe not no one during would the election anything. run, but once I got to power, I'd just go... MP <laughs> for propaganda within the uh, Commonwealth. Excellent. Okay, you can, you've got that job, I, <laughs> I, I think. It'll come with a good salary, I'm sure. Um, what, what do you think of this sonnet? Let's go back to the sonnet number 14. <laughs> I I prefer I prefer the previous one, Sonnet Thirteen, just for the rhythm and really. I like the imagery in this one. I like the the, the foretelling, and I. I'm wondering the because we were saying earlier the uh, thunder, rain, and wind. Whether that's just pointing to what's different phases in someone's life. Because we had the, what was it, gusty storms of winter, something, in Sonnet Thirteen. We we did yes. Which yes. which sort of pointed towards death and decay so I'm wondering if thunder, rain, wind if they, if the weather is pointing towards something bad coming and and I suppose uh, back in I'm going, I keep calling them Shakespearean times because I'm really not sure on proper dates Elizabethan but back in times. Shakespearean times Elizabethan yeah. isn't it yeah. uh, back then uh, thunder, rain, wind, storms essentially is what we're saying storms would have been a very scary phenomenon they would have been harbingers of death even if it wasn't death of you uh, but i imagine a lot of houses weren't particularly stable back then it could mean if a storm came at the wrong time of the year the end to your crops the end to your your livelihood and and so they would have been storms would have been seen as much more important well, yeah and, when even, and, even and predicting like, them storms lightning could forests fields could burn down and i mean we still have that happen today but today we to a certain extent, we, we, we have firemen and we have the technology to keep it under control as best as we can. Yeah. Obviously, we, we still have big bush but, fires in Australia and California sometimes, but it would have been even scarier at the it, time. But, and, and looking at this country, we, we record these slightly in advance, so when this one goes out, this will have all been over, but there's a lot of flooding going on in the UK at the moment because of storms that have hit the sort of southwest. Um, I know in my village we were <laughs> stuck in or out, depending on where you were, of my village for four or five hours because every single road into the village had flooded and cars couldn't pass and you couldn't walk through it. So, I mean, even storms to this day can, can wreak havoc. But back then when there was no tarmac and it was mm-hmm. just dirt roads everywhere, they would have been massive events. Well, I mean, even today we had Hurricane and, Sandy and so, just a few weeks ago that shut down one of the biggest cities on the planet for days and yes yeah, exactly that and and so the, this nor can I fortune to brief minutes tell pointing to each as thunder rain and wind or say with princes if it shall go well uh, it, I guess I suppose what I'm trying to say is that we, we read pointing to each as thunder rain and wind and we think well thunder rain and wind aren't that big a deal but they would have been they would have that would have been a massive deal and so I guess that line would have had a much more impact. Mm. I guess that's all my, my all my point was. There's a lot of talk for a very small point, I admit. It's a very important that's, point that's to make, though, because you you, you, you could just form. go past that line and go, eh, yeah, a bit of thunder. I don't really care. You just close the windows and you sit inside and read a book. But that's that's obviously not how it worked at that time. Turn the central yeah, heating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, central heating. God. I would have been a very, very bad Elizabethan. But they person. didn't really know any different. I, I would have been complaining. You would just wear more layers. And, well, we have we have enough people complaining today. Just 
I mean, Twitter is and Facebook are just a platform for complaining in the twenty first century. <laughs> it's social complaining, not social media. Pretty much. <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> Christmas, too many Christmas things in the shop. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not moaning now. It's 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 almost December. Now. I'm quite happy having Christmas now, and I've I've done Halloween. <laughs> I've done Thanksgiving, and it can be Christmas now. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Okay, it's allowed mid, to be mid, Christmas Mid-October, it's a bit too, because we had, here in Cardiff, we've had Christmas trees up in St. David's Centre, shopping mall, for those people who don't know, shopping arcades. Mid-October, they put up a Christmas tree. It, that's just too early. I don't want mince pies in October. It's, it's, in October, it's it just, very it early. It loses its specialness if you just start months in advance. And Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Maybe it could just be a tree. They should phase it. They should have the tree there and then have it with, with Halloween-y stuff. And then it, you'd, they take all the Halloween-y stuff off and leave it a week and then they put on all the Christmas stuff. They could theme the tree. Have a pumpkin that's what I would. themed Christmas tree. I was, I was almost tree. about to say a pumpkin tree, but then I just... No, that's not... <laughs> Oh, because you know, if you want your pumpkins, you shake the branches of the pumpkin tree and all the pumpkins Come fall down. Come like down coconuts, yeah. They come down like coconuts, and if you're lucky, the birds have actually pecked evil faces into them. And that's where it, it comes from—the evil faces. That's true. Yeah. True story. It's like the spaghetti trees back in the UK in in the eighties. The the BBC did a documentary about spaghetti, and and had how the Italians harvest the spaghetti from the spaghetti trees. I don't think I ever saw and that. Loads of people. Oh, and loads of people in the UK at that point then believe spaghetti grew on trees. It's amazing. Oh God. Um, Back when the BBC wasn't scared to do things like that and Ghostwatch. Ghostwatch being the, the epitome and that's what stopped it for everyone else. But um, We're talking about Ghostwatch some other time. I'm sure I'll work that into a sonnet somewhere else. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so this poem, he, he doesn't tell the, he tells the future from the beauty and, and, uh, and the eyes of this man. And, and if this man dies, beauty and truth die. So yeah, it's a big deal. That's why this person needs to have kids because we need to keep beauty and truth in the world. It's sort of that a big one to, to, to have truth die with someone. I wonder if the truth have it yes. might, might have had another meaning in the time. I, well, truth and beauty tend to be linked throughout history, don't they? I mean, the the from children always tell the truth and and and. I, I quick, guess you still have, have I mean, Google. con men today. We, we we tend to trust people who are pretty more easily than ugly people. Yes. Not quite sure where that bias yes, because ugly from. people obviously they have to lie and deceive to to get you into bed. That's that's what they have to do. I know because it's what I've done. Um, I, from a very quick Google, I can't see any. Historical meanings or changes from truth. from truth, but that doesn't mean they aren't there. Send us an email if if you can. If you go to our website, there's a there's a contact form. So send us an email and correct us, and and then we will we will congratulate you on air. We won't take the Mickey out of you at all, uh, because that's not what we do here. Yes, we are very serious no. professional people. We're very serious, <laughs> and we're not sat here eating donuts and 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 drinking while while doing this um yes i i've, I've just realized it doesn't say death does it? it it says of plagues of 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 daffs or seasons quality or is that just I, a misprint in the version i'm looking at line four 
that's that's the one I have as well of Blakes of Darth of seasons or seasons quality. But but then they are so very quite strong images of uh, of death. Uh, it's a famine. What 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 is a? It's a famine. A famine of scarce supply of lack. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm with you now. <laughs> yes, I did know that. I just I've, I don't think I've ever seen that word written down before, and it just hadn't made. Sure, the if they in still use. I mean, today you would just say famine. Or the yes. supply shortage, or whatever the circumstances are. We can listen to the American website. Durf. Durf. The American website telling us how to pronounce it. We need... Durf. 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 That sounds more like an insult, you Durf. <laughs> I bite my finger at you, you Durf. Oh, I'll bite my finger. We, we, we should bring that um, back as well. I bite my. Was it? I, that's Romeo and Juliet, yeah. isn't it? I bite my finger. I bite my, I bite I bite my, my thumb, thumb at, you. at you. Did you bite your thumb at me, sir? Yeah, that's Romeo and Juliet. I think that's it. Uh, that. Yeah, uh, the uh, ones I using the capulets the where they. Um, I can't remember who's. Uh, uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we need that's that's what Google is for. It, it's not. It's not Romeo that does it. It's one no. Of it's his one of his friends. friends. So it'd be. It'd be... Is it Tiber- Samson? Is it Tiberius? Uh, Tiberius, one of his friends? God. Oh, we're really sorry. It's, Doing it's, a Ab- it's Abram and Samson. Do you bite your thumb at ah. us, sir? I do bite my thumb, sir. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? It's the law of I the other side if I say I No, and then, yeah. I bite my thumb, but I cannot say if I bite it at you, sir. Or something yeah, like that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's- Samson. I do not bite my thumb at you, sir, but I bite my thumb, sir. Right at the See, beginning, it's, in, it's in Act 1. Scene, scene 1, so it's it's very early on. And then they sword fight, and someone dies, and it's amazing, and then... And then, and then DiCaprio then kills two, himself. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's a gun, and they're on the beach, and that might be a modern version of it. You, you, you um, say that. I went to actually <laughs> see the play in uh, Stratford a couple of years ago. And the balcony scene was just basically her standing on a bed and him lying on the floor. So, so <laughs> the, that is the cheapest even, interpretation. Yeah, that, that was the entire. That was all the props that they had on stage. Just the beds that they could roll around. That just served just everything. It's that's quite yeah. epic. I quite like that. <laughs> um, this 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 particular episode has gone quite a, uh, on quite a lot let, let, let's, yeah, let's yeah. get to the end I'll let you, you read again, um, yeah. Sonic 14 you can use all the proper pronunciations of the words no, um, Durf Durf <laughs> <laughs> Sonnet 14 not from the stars do I my judgment pluck and yet methinks I have astronomy but not to tell of good or evil luck of plagues of dearths or seasons quality nor can I fortune to brief minutes tell, pointing to each his thunder, rain and wind, or say with princes, if it shall go well, by oft predict that I in heaven find. But from thine eyes my knowledge I derive, and constant stars, in them I read such art as truth and beauty shall together drive, if from thyself to store thou wouldst convert, or else of thee this I prognosticate, thy end is truth's and beauty's doom and date. Very good. I've just noticed that um, either our pronunciation of find or wind has changed from back then because they're laid out as if they should wa- rhyme. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rain and 
So you got Talon Well and then Wind and Find. So it was either Wind or Find. I would probably go with Find or, or, just because that's it's in German as well. They have the same word and they say Find. So huh? see, this is this is why of... you're doing this with me. You have that wider knowledge. <laughs> I'm not saying that's that 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 would be my my guess that it would be Find rather than Wind. I'm, maybe completely I'm going to go with that. Uh, excellent. Uh, that was Sonic 14, um, as, as I'm sure you just heard. I have been Mark Chasler. I have been Thierry Hillis. And we will be back again with uh, Sonic 15. Um, we'll be back in a couple of minutes, but not for a couple of days for you. Speak to you later. Bye! Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an In-Ear Entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about In-Ear Entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.